from In the Shadow of Spindrift House by Mira Grant. All time is limited. All time is passing. As humanity builds straight walls on bending, bowing cliffs and along the lines of rolling hills, that time passes even faster, offended until it flees into the future where straight lines sag, where angles bend and break and fall apart, where the softness, freed from its geometrical bindings, can finally run free. This, then, is the punishment for those harsh lines, for those unforgiving angles, that humanity's time should run fast and hot and short. This is Gothic. An email to my foster guardian, Ryan Lawrence. Hey bro, there is so much that happened today. Uh, got a text this morning telling me again of this reading of the will. I decided to go. Well, I didn't know what to expect, but I found out a little bit more about my biologicals. I'm still absorbing what happened, uh, but long story short, this crazy rich 62 year old guy named Lazarus Kane slept with his 18 year old housekeeper named Amelia Marcotte. She got pregnant and he forced her to give me up. I always told you that if I was in a situation like this, all I really wanted was an apology. Well, he did say he was sorry. I'm still angry and confused though. I mean, 35 years later, he's dead and she's over in Bellevue. I am going to see if I can meet up with her, though. Oh, and get this, dude. I have a half-sibling. Their name is Skeen, and they seem like good people. They have a very fun energy and personality. Rides a motorcycle? For now. For real, though, dude. It's all legit. They had all of the birth certificates and adoption documents, which I found out about when I was signing the paperwork for a... Lighthouse. Dude, a lighthouse and a hundred K a year to care for it. I mean, it's a lot of paperwork, but everything looks like it's on the level. You'll have to come check it out when you get back to Seattle again. I also met some other family members, um, an uncle, a couple of cousins, and a couple of something-in-laws. Very odd smattering of people. They all received various things, ranging from an expensive estate and 30-something million, to a car, to some books. Oh yeah, did I mention? A lighthouse? There is something that isn't right, though. There's a stipulation in the will that inheritance will pass to the next on the beneficiary list instead of the next of kin for a period of 10 years. I'm keeping my guard up. I will have to keep an eye on everyone. You know I don't ever really feel paranoid, but there is something about this whole place that makes me uneasy. There was an accident tonight, and one of the beneficiaries is badly hurt. With that and the ferry incident I told you about yesterday, I get the feeling that someone is trying to harm the family members. Don't worry, I'm watching my back, and I have an exit plan. Text or call later. 
I'd like to talk more in depth. Miss you. Your favorite clown, Jason. Hey there, Sojourners, and welcome back to Elk Island. It's now been a couple of days that our inheritors have had on the island as they wait for news from Carl's medics on how he's doing. So, everybody, what's, uh, where you been holding up during these last couple of days? What you been doing? Well, um, I think mostly I have been making sure that Allison successfully replaces all of her stuff. Make sure she has all the essentials and stuff like that and reassuring her that, yes, the shoes and the undergarments are essential, even though she doesn't think they are. And uh, I was just debating, I don't know if we've been up to the main house yet, because I kind of think Allison is still kind of shell-shocked by the whole thing and maybe wants to take it in bite-sized pieces. Allison is indeed trying to understand all of this, everything that's going on, and uh, so she didn't really want to go up yet, uh, but she did think, uh, well, she did say something along the lines of, what would a rich person do? Would they hire somebody to go up and, and like prepare the place for us to come up there? Absolutely. And, um, you know, we happen to uh, know someone already who is very familiar with the location. We could, uh, we could ask if Skeen would w- be willing to go up and show us around. Well, sure. But I, I was thinking more like getting the rooms ready and, and making sure that like all the utilities and and that it's uh, the heat's on and and everything's going before we ever go up there to start with. So. Yeah, absolutely. So you uh, spend some time arranging that. Actually, uh, there's a maid service on the island that uh, can be sent up, and then there's also uh, some uh, handy uh, person shops around that will make it so that the heat and uh, pipes and everything are are good to go before any of the family goes up. Mm-hmm. And then Allison's also, do you think I should have everybody up? I mean, I mean, everybody who's left, they, they haven't found uh, where William and Kit got to, right? And I don't want William to come. I mean, you know what? I was just going to ask, do you really want to have William and Kit over at your house? Uh, no, no. But I, I mean, if they're... If they're well, back, then I guess it would be the right thing to do. I mean, I just because I had that weird dream, you know, of, of his face in the mirror, I, I don't know that that's enough to warrant him, you know, excluding him. I mean, he was nothing I, but nice. I was thinking more of the... Uh the vibes I got from this man in the uh, <laughs> in the reading of the will and the difficulty he seemed to have accepting uh, what he had been left. But uh, sure, absolutely, the dream is the uh, pertinent information here. <laughs> she says that about, uh, he seemed like nothing but nice, and then we have a cutaway to him jamming a, a glass shard <laughs> into <laughs> Carl's neck. neck. <laughs> No, absolutely, but um, I'm just saying it would uh, it would be highly unfortunate if we were to, you know, have these maids go up and clear up the house and then have him walk in with his absolutely rancid vibes and uh, ruin the entire thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, oh, man, I'm probably going to need to get curtains and stuff. All this stuff, they don't have that much here. This is going to have to be 
like ordered online should i be ordering things online now so that they'll get here i don't know where to even begin should i hire somebody to do all of this i'm sure i'm certain you could you may want to see the place first or perhaps you know if you're going to hire people um you could hire someone who is uh, in interior design to come out and take a look at the bones of the house hmm. and uh see what they would recommend that's a good idea, and we fade out on that conversation as as you delve deeper into the things that uh, might need to be done, and and in fact are pretty busy for a couple of days making phone calls and setting those things up, uh, especially since uh, phone service on the island is spotty at best, as Candace Kane can commonly be heard cursing about in the uh, lodge bar. Uh, cell phone service ain't all that great either, despite the tower that sits on top of Fog Mountain. Jason, uh, what have you been up to for the last couple of days then? Yeah, um, Jason has, I mean, pretty much cutting down to w- what was really given and ensuring that uh, the deeds aren't fake, uh, get, getting all of the notarized stamped seals um proof of approval um i assume a lot of that was done during the will uh or right after the reading of the will um um but going down uh making sure that the bank account is stable and you could be you could be trying very hard to track down this this one piece of paperwork for like two days I mean it's gonna take a couple of days to get all that set up with the bank anyway before i get full you know, custody access to the lighthouse. Um, so yeah, of course I would, of course I wanted to spend time with skiing and find out more about mom. wanted to find out a little bit more about Gigi and Allison and some of the other family that, um, I'm only partially related to. In that case, um, skiing spends a fair bit of time with you, but of course not all the time. And you find yourself uh, spending a lot of time at the Spirit Bay Lodge, where you're down in the bar. Does Jason drink at all? or uh, Jason does imbibe, yes. Not excessively. Uh, you're down in the bar, and Candace Kane is there. You know the name now, uh, because she has been uh, in and out of the, of the clinic where Carl is being tended to. Uh, still unconscious, Carl is, but alive. Uh, he took a pretty nasty uh, cut to the throat, but it actually managed to miss his uh, juggler. Uh, was very bloody, and and it was touch and go for a second. But and also, once they got it stabilized, they f- thought that it was best if he stayed on the island rather than. Um, risking, you know, taking him off by helicopter uh, because of his age. And uh, he has stabilized, but he has not regained consciousness yet. But uh, Candace, who is apparently his daughter-in-law, has been in and out of the clinic down there. So you see her down there when you go to check in on, on Carl. She's also in the bar of the Spirit Bay Lodge quite a bit and has, in fact, taken some interest in you, Jason, and asks you all sorts of questions that you don't even know the answers to, uh, like, you know, what was the whole deal with, you know, Lazaro Kane and and your mom and, you know, all of that. And what are you going to do with your lighthouse and all your money? Um, 
I mean, I... Oh, darling, let me get you another drink. I really could only relay what I found out from the horrid video that was the reading of the will. I knew nothing of this family. I was put up for adoption at a young age. Um, I don't know you. I don't know anything that binds this family. I know nothing of the tree. I am barely finding about, out about my own mother. But, oh, hey. darling, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. And I got a lighthouse out of it. A lighthouse oh, and money to keep it bad. running. You, and she gives you a look, you are in it now. By in it, what do you mean? Oh, I mean, <laughs> the Kane family is eccentric at best. I mean, you you don't know any of them, but I knew Carl and and his and his son, uh, of course. And well, well, oh my. Uh, but anyway, no, you you have the lighthouse now, and why why? Doll, you are you're 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 in the world now. What what did you do before this? Before you became a lighthouse keeper? I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase it. <laughs> um, especially in this situation. I'm what you might call an illusionist. Oh? Yeah. Um one of one of my foster parents, I call him actually my foster brother. Um he was more than just somebody who looked out for me. He was somebody who cared for me. But uh, he got me interested in the carnival life. And it just started when I was in my mid-teens. Um, started working at some of the local shows. Got signed on with a circus eventually. Mostly just stagehand stuff. Uh, helping clean things. Help keep things running. Man the ticket booth. But then I started learning a little bit of, you know, sleight of hand. Um, and a little mastery of the magician arts. Well, that's fascinating. Why? I've I've never um and so you you both talk for a little while and then eventually though she uh, she stands up signs off on the uh, tab because she was buying your drinks. Why? Thank you. And um, starts to leave and then turns back and hands you something and uh, leans forward and whispers in your ear. Um, come up in a while and uh, maybe you can make my clothes disappear. And then she turns and walks away. And she's handed you a room key. As she hands it and I bid her uh, farewell, I use my sleight of hand to slip it into her, slip it back into her coat pocket. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a roll, I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking to beat a 15. Um, let's see. Obscure? Oh, I thought you, don't you have like, uh, is that not a specialization? Sleight of hand? It is, actually. Um, so that's actually a nine. Uh, so all I need to do is roll a five. <laughs> a <laughs> six. Either, well, a six. Yeah, a for... six. Uh, two and a seven. So, yeah, that's 18. Uh, so you slip it back into her, uh, into her pocket. And, yeah, she turns and, and um, saunters off. And so, uh, and so it goes. Candace, who insists that you call her Candy, makes, uh, flirtatious advances toward you. Jason will not be calling her Candy. <laughs> <laughs> and Skeen talks to you about your shared mother, and uh, a couple of days pass this way, and word does come, actually, that uh, Carl's vitals are shifting for the better. 
and the doctors are very hopeful that he will wake up in a day or so and be all all better, or at least on the mend. He is 90, after all. Uh, but you happen to be uh, talking with Gigi uh, and um, Allison at uh, one point during the day when word comes to Allison that the house is all in preparedness. Well, shall we uh, finish our drinks and head up the hill? Are you inviting me along? Um, I mean, it's of course, it's Allison's, um, it's Allison's call here. Oh, absolutely. Um, certainly, certainly, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you want to go see your lighthouse, too, don't you? I mean, it's right behind the house. Oh, please. Um, that would be great. I am still waiting on, you know, uh, the final... <sighs> The final countdown. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just started. I just it's all of a sudden picture like as down. they're pulling up to the mansion and you see the lighthouse rise up behind them. All right. Um, yes, because I mean, I've spent the last couple of days with you, and I think it's I think it's good that to really see this side of the family um and when i do have access to the lighthouse i would love for you both to come join as well Mm, we should have a photo shoot on top of it i would love to get a selfie up there Uh, also i like your car better um jason than uh gigi's and she smiles at gigi gigi smells like rental it's it's a terrible it's a terrible never rent a silver sedan they all smell like old people (laughs) well uh off to Bluey it is then. <laughs> you head out to the parking lot. Uh, the day is really quite lovely. There are large patches of blue sky, and the greenery has really started to pop on the island itself because of the uh, the recent snow and rain. How about the temperature? Uh, the temperature is still quite chilly. Top stays on then. Yeah, not warm enough to uh, have have the top down, but it is. Uh, it is pleasant with this, uh, whenever the sun is hitting the road that you're driving through. It's it's almost warm in the Jeep, and you do drive through large patches of brightness, um, alternating with shadow as you drive the island road, winding along the cliffs, uh, even higher to its highest point, uh, which runs about 150, 180 feet above sea level uh, there at the cliffs. And you come around the head, and you see an astonishing sight, Jason. Now, Gigi, you've seen the house before and the lighthouse, uh, but you were much younger. It it has been a while. And despite Skeen wanting to uh, drive you guys up this way in the Auburn (laughs) these past couple of days, uh, just never really had the chance between everything else that was going on. And Skeen ended up spending a lot of time down at the clinic, too, with uh, with Carl. And so as you come around the head and see the house and the lighthouse laid out before you, you are kind of above them both. Uh, the road dips down into some trees, that uh, some tall pines that surround the property. And you see the house, which is this sprawling, 
to maybe three-story thing. It's it's hard to tell because there are so many gables on it, so many wings. It and it looks kind of haphazard, not like the other buildings that you've seen in in Spirit Bay and on um, Elk Island. There's different architectural styles, kind of all mishmashed together. What, like the Winchester House? A lot like the Winchester House. Yeah, that was awesome. exactly what I was picturing. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Two basements that are unconnected, you know. And in fact, Gigi, uh, there's expansions on this that you don't recall from the last time you were here, which has been a while. Uh, Of course, I was a lot littler, and I may not have had the perspective that I do now. I mostly remember the overgrown bamboo in uh, in, uh, one of the gardens. Allison's just looking out the window, with her face almost pressed to the, the glass, just looking. You do see smoke coming from a couple of the chimneys. Uh, of the house. But behind the house, Jason, is a large open area, like a lawn almost. And then it reaches the cliffside where it's very jagged, but not jagged down. It's jagged up uh, so that there's almost a uh, almost a cliff, well, almost at the base of a cliff at the end of this lawn, rather than looking out over the water. But you see from your angle that those are really just two large upjutting uh, formations of stone and that beyond them and beyond a cleft between them, um, accessed by what for all the world looks like a suspension bridge that goes about, well, 90 or 100 feet out a pretty long ways, is a spur of rock sticking up out of uh, the uh, sound, and on top of that spur of rock is a house, and rising up out of the house is the lighthouse. And in the daytime here, it glints in the sunlight that occasionally falls across it as the patches of blue move across the sky. But otherwise, it's a pretty simple affair. I mean, the house is two stories, and uh, but not large. And then that melds into the tower, which only rises another story or so, uh, to the to the light room itself. Patrick, why you got to describe like my perfect living abode? Right. <laughs> it's like I hate you. It's like I want this house now. <laughs> so, so that's what you get from me, um, <laughs> Jesse. While Sharon, in our our home fifth edition campaign, got her childhood nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, like the Amityville house or something? <laughs> no, no, no. In our home game, uh so the earliest nightmare I ever remember having was a giant skeleton in the wall of a jungle temple and it came alive and pulled itself out of the wall and was really scary. And um there was other stuff going on too, but that was the ba- it, the basic it was a giant skeleton. So in the home game, one of our boss battles was uh fighting a giant skeleton. So it was just like, oh my god, this is so weirdly cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> a giant skeleton that ripped itself out of a it stone cliffside. It, it, it was itself 150... out of a stone cliffside, yeah. And it was 150 wow. feet tall. You didn't mention like, that part about the giant skeleton either. I'm having flashbacks <laughs> to when I was three. This is so weird, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I've always dreamed of living in a lighthouse. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, the suspension bridge. Um, like walking suspension, driving suspension. Oh, definitely walking. Yeah, Walking no... only. No car okay. could get across that, um, right. or 
or even if it, it was wide enough, which it is not, you wouldn't want to. Now, you do have a, a flash imagery of skiing, perhaps trying to drive a motorcycle across it. But Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, you're, you're driving um, your blue Jeep Wrangler, and you're heading down toward those trees. Allison just looks out the window and goes, is, is, that, is that mine? I mean... I don't remember it being so big. <laughs> I remember it being a lot bigger, but then we were a lot smaller. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. And she laughs. Do you remember the hearth in the great room? We used to sit on it and uh, pretend we were making potions by smushing flowers against the stones. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to take in. And that you guys have grown up around this is just amazing. I am just in awe of the sheer enormity of this place. It's It does kind of take me back to like some of those circus days and the weird mishmash haphazardness of all the tents together. And this is one of those kind of houses that just make you go, hmm. hmm. Uh, the road um, actually breaks off from... The island road, which uh, presumably goes on around to, you know, Gigi, uh, goes around to the northwest side of the island uh, where there is a uh, whale watching park that looks out over the sound. But the driveway to the uh, manor house is blacktop, recently cleaned, it appears. And you drive down, Jason through a uh, set of gates that don't attach to any fence. It's just a set of gates on either side of the uh, blacktop, and uh, there is just a C at the top of each one in wrought iron. And there's no gate even to the this gate. <laughs> it's just these two pillars on either side of these markers that you are now crossing into Cane property. Just giant gate posts. Okay. And then you drive through this copse of trees, uh, tall, old-growth pines. At least some of them are. And the blacktop uh, then enters this uh, set of gardens in front of the house itself with a big circular drive, and you are there. And it's even bigger up close and even more of a mishmash of architectural styles, anything from Gothic to colonial to contemporary. So... Front door? Front door. Allison, if you would do the honors. <laughs> Allison holds up her keychain, which is still this giant iron ring with these huge skeleton keys on it. I mean, she's not a big person, and so the, this key ring thing is about the size of her head. <laughs> it's like, I've really got to figure out something else for these, but <laughs> do they even... Can I even get a new lock for doors that... I... I'm certain you can. You may have to replace the entire door, but uh, you can do that as well. You um, get out of the Jeep and you see that said doors, at least the front ones, are uh, 15-foot monstrosities. Oh, jeez. That, uh, that are made of ancient wood. I don't think I can replace those, <laughs> says Allison. You know, maybe not the front doors. Maybe those could be like a point of historical interest. But I'm sure the other doors around the place, you could, um, you could, uh, wow, these are big. Well, what are you waiting for, Allison? I, I don't know. I mean, this is so strange. And she puts <laughs> the key in the door 
and the door swings open without her turning the key, uh, it appears to be unlocked. Is it like still in her hand? She's just yeah. like, like, and like stumbles a little bit forward, <laughs> holding the key as the door opens in front of her. Absolutely. She stumbles a few steps forward, chasing the door with the key as it uh, swings open in front of her. And then there's just a gasp that the other two of you hear uh, from inside. And she goes, I don't remember it like this at all. <laughs> Yes, to be honest, I mostly remember the the uh, the children's table and and the um, that one back garden with the overgrown bamboo. The doors open into a, a short foyer, but uh, that then goes into the great room, a large open area, two stories crossed with old beams with uh, chandeliers hanging down in a rustic style, much like the uh, Spirit Bay Lodge and two fireplaces, uh, and a lot of uh, what looks like very comfortable furniture. And you do recognize it from the video that Lazaro Kane made of the will, but it is much bigger in person. The way that he, where he was, made it look like it was pretty close and cozy. And it, it has that aspect to it in a lot of ways, but it is, it's pretty big. You know, it makes sense that he would film that here. Um, I imagine that uh, he started moving further and further towards the front of the building as he got older, as uh, for convenience sake. I know that those uh, oxygen tanks are a uh, a great deal to to move about from place to place. So this is what you guys grew up with, as Jason looks around, and so this is not like a great hall. This is kind of like a receiving room. It's more like uh, walking straight into a uh, living room, but one with uh, several different sitting areas, at least two in front of the two main fireplaces. Any any other like main features like uh, bookshelves or uh, bar, anything like that? Uh, there is a bar over on one wall next to the fireplace. Uh, Gigi spots that immediately. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's anything left in there. And you can see off to the right as you're coming through the main doors uh, that it opens up into a dining hall with a very long, polished uh, mahogany table. And then there's a hallway going off to the left. And Jason looks down it and gives a nice little whistle. And it echoes back to him. And then straight ahead is a short hallway, but it's wide, and then stairs that do go up. But there's not the big swooping open stairwells that you might expect in a in a place like this. Well, where should we go first? The kitchen? The up the stairs? Into I don't remember what's up the stairs. Allison, it's your place. What do you think? What do you want uh, to see first? Um you know, we've been living in a hotel for a long time. I hope that you guys will join me here. Um, for at least a little while. Well, I guess you have a house back behind here, don't you, Jason? Yeah, and I get to look at this every day. <laughs> well, if you can see it through the, uh, you know, through the fingers. <laughs> um, but um, um, yeah, I guess uh, upstairs. Let's take a look at the bedrooms. All right. I'm I'm game. You guys spend some time exploring the house. The thing is that it is very much like the Winchester house, and. A lot of this you don't remember, Gigi, because it's new construction, new in the past 
you know, five to 10 years. And it's stairways that go nowhere. And it's doors that open onto blank walls or out, you know, into just air out into the uh, into the yards. It's windows that look into other rooms of the house. It's trap doors that don't seem to go to the room that's below them, but yet somehow must make some sort of physical sense, uh, but without actually making a map and and going through all of it that way, there's no way of really knowing for sure because you can really easily get tangled up in this house. And so for that reason, and hey, just to see how things go for rolls this evening, let's go ahead and... How about making an es- I think I do escape too much. How about um, making some identify roles? Uh, that way uh, you can identify the right paths to take. Not it. Okay. <clears throat> I shall do it. I think you rolled last, actually. So I did. I That's it. why I said not it. Okay. It's a 17 for identify. And again, Patrick, thank you for bringing this beautiful monstrosity of a house yes, <laughs> this is just like the Winchester house into being. <laughs> this is exactly what I was picturing. I, so when I was, when I was a kid, we looked at buying a house and uh, all I remember about it was that the master, be- the master, uh, the, the closet in the master bedroom, me and my sister went into it and it extended way far to the left. So we followed this closet and the walls got narrower and narrower. We just kept going deeper and deeper into this closet. And then we opened up uh, a doorway and we were on the landing of the stairs. It was very bizarre. I've, I've <laughs> never experienced anything like it in my life. <laughs> There's a hallway at one of the Mink Minimums out here near Portland that uh, you open a secret door and then you go down this hallway, but the hallway does slope as you're as you're going down it, and so you wind up on the first floor. It's the weirdest, yeah. Which one is that at? That's out of the Grand Lodge, I believe. That I is the there. Grand Lodge out in Hills. Uh, is it Hillsboro? Yeah, For- Forest Grove. Uh, Forest, Forest Grove. Grove. Yeah, yeah. Forest Grove. That's yeah, a fun. One. I like Grand there. Lodge. Yeah, that's a fun one. So yeah, you spend the better part of the afternoon uh, just wandering around and you find all sorts of weird little rooms nothing I, I mean many of them don't even seem to have any real purpose eventually you do find your way back to the kitchen uh, where there's a long list of things that the uh, maid service wrote down and a lot of it is we couldn't find this room again so we're not sure we cleaned it uh, so terribly sorry about that. I read it out loud. I'm just laughing uproariously the whole time. They couldn't find... They, did, did we just look at that room? Was that one of the rooms that we saw up upstairs? If I wasn't the... following you guys, I would not ha- I would be lost still. Yes. Uh, one day we'll uh, be comfortable enough to split up and try mapping things like those those many trap doors, which I'm pathologically uh, obliged to o- open. I sure hope the lighthouse isn't built like this. I guess we could go look. At least it's only three floors. I don't have the keys yet, but we could uh, we could take a wander down there and check it out. Let's do it. I uh, desire to see some sunlight after this <laughs> weird maze of hallways. Strange that you should say that, because uh, when you go out through the back doors, which also open on to some uh, gardens close in, and they're all in winter hibernation mode, uh, but uh, Allison is obviously going to need some landscaping done 
come spring. But the sky has uh, clouded over a bit more. There's fewer gaps of blue above, although there are still some. Uh, But it is brisk and a lot of cool, fresh air after the closeness of the house, Uh, even though the rooms had been mostly, mostly cleaned (laughs) and everything smelled a little bit of cleaner, but it had that, you know, closed in feeling of a house in the winter. And so you you come out and and it's uh, kind of pleasant back here in the in what Allison uh, and Gigi refer to as the croquet lawn. Yes, do you remember we um we didn't know the rules to croquet, so we made them up. And uh, golly, I don't remember. Did were we supposed to hit the balls into the pond, or was it around the pond and they just kept going in? <laughs> uh, hey, that's right. Didn't there used to be a pond? There did and used to Allison be a, looks around. It, was, it wasn't large. I remember there being um I remember there being uh, uh frogs and um Kit caught one and it peed on him. Huh, I don't Do remember, remember that. Uh, no. he he cried. It was amazing. Uh, wouldn't he, uh, that was that that one um party? The, the one with the bad one? punch? Yes. Yes, the 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 frog thing was the best thing to happen at the at the whole party. He cried, wasn't he in his I don't know, twenties or thirties. <laughs> oh, I thought he was about seventeen. Ah, mm. uh, eh. I I don't remember. Yeah, so there are uh, paths, uh, somewhat overgrown. Although it looks like the um, the people that came out to work on the place uh, did some small amount of clearing back here. But that is one of the things on the notes. It's um, has a stapled business card for some landscapers, and these all lead back to the edge of the island, uh, but it doesn't have that um, acrophobic feel right there because there are these these two jagged pillars of rock that create kind of a wall in the back of the lawn. But there is a break in between them that down toward the cliff itself is teardrop-shaped, uh, and then it narrows as you get higher up until it's a slit that runs all the way up, splitting the two rocks into pillar shapes rather than just one big slab. So the, the gap itself is teardrop-shaped? The gap itself is teardrop-shaped, okay. yes. Gotcha. Uh, the spurs of rock are actually more like if you took a pan flute and uh, broke it into a couple of pieces and then slammed it down on the side of the island. Jesse Lau lifts up a pan flute. and then beyond that are the structural pieces these huge uh, just massive braces for this uh, suspension bridge that goes 90 feet at least across this expanse of nothing you can look down and see straight down for about 130 feet or so yeah, as I approach, um, I would look back to Allison and Gigi and be like, okay, if I take the uh, first step? Well, it's your lighthouse now, I guess, says Allison. All right. You guys have been over here, though, before. Um, I, I, I don't I, actually... Have we? I mean, I don't we had to have, right? I, sh- I, sh- I mean, uh, all the, the running and tagging and hiding games we played, we, surely I mean, we went across the this bridge when we were young young our parents might not have let us but surely i don't 
remember ever. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember. I mean, no, the I light having gone over to the, the lighthouse was here, right? Yeah. Um, it wasn't? You know, it, it no, was. Sh- surely it was. It, it had no, to it, it, it was definitely here. I, I It was made by... Um, um, by, um, it was built by. Uh, it was one of the ancestors, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, um, it was um, Lazaro's great grandfather. Okay, father. you guys gotta like get your family tree down and show me that sometime. In the meantime, let's go check it out. Come on, let's. Where's your adventure <laughs> spirit? So the bridge itself is well made. It is very structurally sound. It appears. But it is a suspension bridge. It's got uh, cables, big steel cables that uh, um, run in parallel across it. But the main structure of it is more cables, but then wood uh, slats all the way across. And there are some gaps in those. Uh, nothing big enough to fall through, although you could put a foot through one. And you, like I said, you can look straight down uh, over the railing such as it is uh, which could easily be slipped through even though there are cross wires it would be difficult uh, but not impossible to um, to slip in such a way that you might go through and and go over so you could definitely see why kids would not be allowed unsupervised at least to cross over to what uh, is apparently called the finger of god okay so who knows that name and who told it to me yeah where did you hear that name well, it just looks like a finger, doesn't it? It um I, I'm I'm certain one of the lawyers told us. Yeah, it it one was. Of, um, it was uh, Wolfgang said th- but we would have known that, but I I don't remember telling you that. This is weird. Are you feeling weird? Me? Am I feeling weird? Of course absolutely. This house is extraordinarily strange. I love it dearly. Well for some unknown reason, the tension goes up three Attention on the suspension Patrick. bridge. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Not the, the tension ten- points, but the tension. The tension on the bridge. <laughs> and as you look down, uh, you can see the waters uh, crashing against the rocks below. You can see that there's actually uh, here at uh, maybe low tide. Any of you know what that would be low tide <laughs> would you have that knowledge in your heads um yeah jason has spent some time on beaches yeah jason you have been doing a lot of research here in the last couple of days on lighthouses and on the local tides and weather and such you know you you're going to be living out here on a lighthouse or <laughs> or at least visiting it uh, so you know it's uh, currently at low tide, and you can see that there's a stony beach around uh, the so-called Finger of God down there below. It looks like there might even be some caves or something. And um, roll for me, if you would, a an identify check. Okay, and Sharon had the last roll, correct? Yeah. Okay. Identify. Oh. Uh, geez, 19. Okay. Do-do-do. No, that's not right. 16. It is actually a 16. Okay. I don't have to spend any attention points. Um, Jason, as you are crossing, you look over the edge and you're looking at the at the beach down below. Uh, you see that there is rocky uh, beach on both sides, uh, both the, uh, the main island and the so-called Finger of God. And uh, you see some dark spaces down there. 
um, on both sides, and you think you see something moving, but it, it's difficult to tell for sure. And then there's a gust of wind that causes the, the suspension bridge actually doesn't sway a lot. It's not that powerful a wind, but it rocks just enough that not being familiar with the suspension bridge makes you look away for a moment. And when you look back, you don't see anything. But out on some rocks, uh, a ways away from the finger, you see a half a dozen seals out on a rock. So you think maybe that must be what you saw, even though they don't seem large enough or shaped quite right. But whatever. So I dismiss it. Okay. You continue across to the, I can't call it an island, but to the spur of rock, uh, which is pretty flat on the top. It has a slight slope away from the main island, but the house on it has been structurally built to, of course, be flat. Okay. (laughs) Level. Level is the word I'm looking for. And yes, there it is. It's a white clapboard building. Shall we have a look around, ladies? Now, this is a house, a normal house. One can count the windows. You know exactly how many rooms are in there. And there's a normal-sized door with, uh, I assume, a normal-looking key. I can't tell you how um, how grateful I am that it is not a mishmash of architecture that the uh, manor is. Well, unless you include the uh, spires sticking out of its spine... But, um, you know, that's... I've always enjoyed lighthouses, getting up there and just looking out at the sea. And, I mean, the history behind them and uh, warning the ships of dangers uh, nearby. I love the symbolism of it and just that it's a beacon for the weary traveler. Yeah, it looks like there's maybe two large rooms well, large being comparative <laughs> to the rest of the uh, the uh, building. Two large rooms on the main floor. The windows are too dirty, really, to look in. Uh, you can kind of p- peer up there and kind of get an, an idea of space behind them, but uh, nothing really, really stands out to you. Uh, just some notion of maybe some furniture and such in there. Uh, but uh, there is a wraparound uh, deck uh, railed on the main floor. Uh, there is, it goes all the way around to the uh, steps that go up to the uh, front door. Uh, there's also a back door that does the same, uh, but there's this walkway, this wooden walkway all the way around. And uh, it is uh, partially covered by an awning from the second floor. And then on the second floor, on one of the sides, on the um, on the west side, there is a deck that juts out from the rest of the uh, building, uh, a big broad patio almost where you could put like patio furniture or something if you wanted. And that looks like it's accessed from the widow's walk or whatever it's called in a lighthouse that circles the lighthouse proper up at the third floor of the whole thing. Okay, you guys are going to have to come join me for sunsets up on that deck. Am I right, Gigi? Absolutely. I was just about to say I've always wanted to, um, you know, walk, pace back and forth as if in distress on a widow's walk wearing a long white (laughs) dress or nightgown. What about you, Allison? Allison's just staring at the lighthouse, actually. 
Allison? Are you okay, Allison? Oh. Gorgeous, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I spaced out there for a minute. Um, I think it was in the will. I think um, I think Uncle Lazaro mentioned it. Finger of God? Oh. You know, you might be right. I'm certain we heard it somewhere recently. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, this is pretty awesome. Colder out here, though. <laughs> mm, windy. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, a lot windier, although you have a lot of patio space. I hope you have a, a lot of warm clothes, uh, Jason. <laughs> hey, it's not hard to get a couple extra hoodies. Oh, well, we shall have to come back in the, uh, what's a time of year when it's not windy up here? Early summer? June? Have a party on the deck? Summers are always really pretty warm here. Where do you live now, um, Gigi? I guess in the past few days we haven't really <laughs> talked about that. Uh, yes, I'm. Uh, I'm down in the Bay Area, like San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, you know it gets cold and and foggy, but it's a different it's a different climate. Little little wetter up here. Oh yeah, I've played in that town. And you do try the doors, presumably, mm-hmm. you know, but they don't open their lock as you rather expected. Hmm. Kind of frustrating, but expected. Well, should we head back before it gets too cold? Oh, that's true. I was going to ask if there are any convenient uh, drain pipes or anything, but the sun the sun is starting to tilt downwards, isn't it? Drain pipes? You know, for climbing up to the second story and seeing if any of the windows up there are open. Someone was wanting to be very athletic about it. Yes, there's uh, <laughs> there are ways up. Not that I've done that myself, mind you. Yeah. I'm sure I could, though. Yeah, my specialty is definitely not parkour. <laughs> You couldn't uh, vanish me and I'd reappear inside the, the lighthouse? That would be convenient. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, did we, we... We haven't moved our stuff up here yet, right? We were thinking about moving into the into the house, but we haven't, like, committed. Allison says, um, well, yeah, would a few days ago it would have been easy for me to move everything up here. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> now, listen. <laughs> Just because you have a proper amount of clothing now doesn't mean it's not going to be uh, movable. <laughs> Think of all the closet space you have to fill. Now the biggest thing you got to worry about is which closet and where does it go. <laughs> <laughs> and then to find the closet again. You can put one dress in each closet in the house, and then wherever you are, you'll be able to find something fresh to wear. <laughs> <laughs> and you all laugh and cross back over the uh, the suspension bridge. Uh, but you head back down to um, the lodge for the evening, or... You're not staying at the lodge, uh, Jason. So. Um, the last couple of nights I have been. It's just been easier to, because it's paid for, Jason's always keeping an eye on what he is spending. If he doesn't need to spend it, he doesn't. So since the lodge was offered for an indefinite amount of time for the stay, for the will reading, I think he would have stayed there and at least been closer to try and dig a little bit more information out of Skeen and also the rest of the family. Plus, it's a little bit closer and easier to get to downtown to check on Carl once in a while, because I am still kind of concerned about Carl. That's definitely true. So that makes sense. Did you bring stuff in? Yeah, yeah, I packed up uh, my, you know, my bags from the Airbnb and moved up to the lodge. Okay. Going back across the... Uh, suspension bridge as you're laughing uh, go ahead and roll me the investigate checks again uh 
who rolled last. It was me noticing the seals, or what seemed to be seals. Identify. Uh, I can do math. It's uh, 12. You too, Gigi. You don't necessarily see any reason to comment on it, but uh, you see something down below moving, and uh, it appears to be on the on the mainland beach side, on the main island side. Something dark moving in the shadows, but again, you you look away for a moment, and then when you look back, there's nothing there, but you do seem to see uh, those seals are sunning themselves whenever there's sun available on some slabs of smooth uh, water-polished rocks that have been exposed by the low tide. Hmm. I hope you like the sound of uh, sea lions barking, or whatever those are. Seals, sea lions, sea lions. I can never remember the difference. It's usually not too bad. Like I said, I've spent a little bit of time on the coasts, so I, I'm familiar with it, and it doesn't bother me. I love the sounds. I love the seagulls, the eagles. I just the sound of the waves crashing in. It's just a beautiful thing. I'd rather have a nice sound system, but uh, you know, you do you. The day does grow long, and. You re- you all return to the lodge uh, for one last night there. We'll have to pick up um, something to eat before we go up to the house tomorrow. I just remembered that uh, we've gotten used to uh, eating here in the <laughs> in the restaurant at the lodge, and uh, we should make sure that we don't starve up there in that big house. Well, if you want. I believe Skeen said something about meeting up at the Bad Fish Brewery. Is there a Bad Fish Brewery, Patrick? There is now. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, just build my town around me. (laughs) I mean, if you're hungry, I mean, I'm always down for a little grub and a beer before we head back to the lodge. Absolutely. I I simply, uh, uh, I am... uh, Always 100% down to go to a brewery. Uh, I meant we should take food with us when we move our things up to the house. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> You'll need to get your keys to the lighthouse uh, from um, the hearts, Jason. Yeah, they should be in tomorrow, so uh, hopefully that all works out okay. So the night goes. You actually, um, having talked about it, end up going to the Bad Fish for uh, your evening meal which is not covered uh, by the law offices of Hart and Hart uh, while you all are staying here under the small trust fund that they are administering for that purpose. Finally, somebody in town that isn't, like, involved in this whole cane nonsense. Yes, and, you know, finally food that's not lodge food. And in response, Allison says, um, I believe you're more cane than any of us. Yeah, if only I knew who I was. Beer? Beer sounds great. I would like the briniest, saltiest, fishiest tasting ale they have on the menu. <laughs> that just sounds wrong. Where is Skeen anyway? <laughs> and so you wonder, because you have not seen Skeen for, uh, now that you think about it, maybe for about a day, uh, certainly today, uh, when you were hmm. uh, up at the house. They're probably driving around the island in their um, whatever they're convertible was called um with their hair flowing in the wind having a grand old time does ski never show up <laughs> so are you like asking around or maybe just the bartender and the servers 
Yeah, as yeah, as, as, you know, Skeen might have left a message for us at the at the uh, reception of the lodge, and we never checked. At the bad fish, they're like who? Skeen, uh, Marcot, um, shiny black visor, motorbike. Recently came into possession of a incredibly sexy older vehicle. Oh, uh, the Auburn, uh, the one with the shaven head on the side. Yes. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't know their name. I'm sorry, I don't know the names of everybody. Uh, we get a lot of tourists. I would just intimate to Gigi and Allison. From talking to Skeen over the past few days, I don't think they would just give this up so easily. Um, Dinner at the Badfish? Absolutely I not. I would thought they would be here. Uh, they said they were going to be, and I just didn't get anything from Skeen that... Was this solid plans, or did Skeen maybe mention it as a theoretical... Could totally been a theoretical. Um, I haven't seen them since yesterday. I mean, I yeah, we talked maybe about um, you know having one more meal down here before heading, you know, before we all did our things. Uh, but I wanted everybody to come up to the house too, and they were cool with that as well. I, I don't, I don't think there was anything solid there. Right. But I just, I'm, I mean, we were gone all day, so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we should have asked if they wanted to come up with us. That's possible. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, let's go check at the lodge then and see if they're there. I just, I just, Skeen had to mention this place, so I had thought possibly they would be here. Tonight is the night of identify roles. <laughs> so, go ahead. It's back to, back to Jesse. Uh, 18. You don't find anything out at the uh, bad fish. But um, when you uh, go into the lodge, there is a message uh, from Skeen for Jason. And it says, um, came by to see if you wanted to go driving today, but um, not here. So I'm going driving today. Uh, see you tonight at the big uh, at the uh, bad fish like we agreed upon. Skeen said they were going to be at the bad fish later. We didn't Did they see Skeen down time? there. No, they just, we weren't here, they went driving, said, hey, maybe we can meet up at the Badfish later, and now we're back here and we haven't seen Skeen. Well, I only mean that maybe they meant 8 o'clock and it's, and we went down there at maybe, maybe 6.30. What? What time is it? I don't know. We might have missed them. We went back down into town when the sun went down. P.S. If I miss you, I'll leave a note. Kisses. <laughs> Haven. <laughs> Is that a hint? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So no, no. Uh, They've taken this uh, piece of uh, lodge stationery, and then they wrote really big scrawly on the front, and then on the back it said "P.S. Uh, I'll leave you a note if I miss you, just in case." My question is: Leave a note here or at dot, the dot, bag dot, fish? bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure if. I'm sure if Skeen had left a note at the Badfish, um, the Badfish would have remembered Skeen. Right, especially when we brought him up there. S so Skeen must not be back yet, is all. How how, how big is this island? How uh, long does it take to uh, You happen to be it? talking about this uh, still there in the lobby, and the concierge says, um, and this is the same one that helped you and Allison the other night, uh, he says, if I can remember his accent, what was his accent? Changed. Uh, 
I think it was one of these things that you oh, kind of okay. do that's like... <laughs> yeah, um, uh, your friend, uh, um, yeah, um, Mix Marcot, uh, uh, left that note for you there, uh, but, um, um, they were also looking at the, um, maps of, uh, of the, uh, of the state park, you know, on the southwest side. Hmm. And, uh, Jason, your hunting, uh, cabin that you were renting is actually back over that right. way. It's on the South Island Road, which uh, they don't call the South Island Road here. They call it the South Road, uh, which winds a little bit further inland on the island than the um, than the North Island Road does. Okay. But it winds along the south side and then kind of in and up through the hills. And then you, before you actually get too far um, up the side of Fog Mountain, there's a forestry road that... Uh, goes up to this cabin that you were staying at. It was really remote. There were no neighbors hardly anywhere. Huh. And Skeen does know that you were staying up there, but they also know that you've been staying the last night or two in in uh, the lodge. So the South Road. I wonder if they were going up to the old hunting lodge. Gigi, didn't you get the hunting lodge? I, I got a hunting lodge. I haven't seen the place yet. Are you not interested? interested you know it's a place it's got four walls and a roof hasn't it it's uh... hunting lodge it's a place <laughs> <laughs> amazing i'm hanging a sign that says that over the door in universe it's happening <laughs> you know i just i i thought it was um you know a lodge is uh, a cabin rather is is such a less of an immediate kind of attention-needing thing than, than uh, my, my dear cousin here who needs and deserves all the attention she, and support she can, can get at this time with this massive sprawling. Also, uh, Wolfgang said that, um, you know, there was a border there. Okay, so it is the, the hunting lodge is the same one that... Uh, Wolfgang did not say that it was... Jason, but but once you start putting things together, then it does seem fairly likely. Over the last couple of days, as we discussed at the lodge, we would have been like, oh yeah, it's the same one. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't think, I didn't feel like it was urgent. It's obviously habitable, and um, clearly the electricity and water are on, or else they wouldn't have allowed anyone to stay there, and so I didn't think it was... Um, yeah, Jason... The heat was a fireplace and a wood stove, and the uh, electric was a kerosene lamp and a generator. <laughs> yeah. No, which I totally got along with for a little while, but loved to get into town. Um, uh, I mean, if Skeen went driving down this area, I mean, maybe we should check it out and see if they are okay. Yeah, you know... I haven't been down that way yet. It might be interesting to see a little more of the place, albeit at night, but um, that'll just make seeing it in the daytime more exciting. Allison, you in? I guess, sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, I should be packing, I suppose. Would rich people hire somebody to do their packing for them? Of course they would, darling. They'd have them carry their bags up there. They'd hire a truck. <laughs> it would all be a big affair, but you wouldn't have to do anything. Are you, are you doing a <laughs> Candace? <laughs> I knew I liked you. I, I toast Jason with my cocktail. Cheers, mm -hmm. darling. <laughs> Cheers, darling. 
yeah, after confirming everything with the concierge, you go pile into the Jeep and head off around the south side. It is past sunset now, and no moon or stars because of the overcast that you can see. So it's just the headlights of the Jeep spearing through the night as you head along the much less populated south side of the island. You really should see this in the day, you guys. It is beautiful country out here. I've walked through a lot of these woods, and when the fog rolls in, it gives like this fun, eerie experience as you're walking through the trees. The moment nymphs come out of the forest and dance with you, let me know and I'll be interested. Oh, I wish. (laughs) You're driving down this two-lane road, Uh, There are actually still branches down here and there from the uh, snow of the two days before, but those look like they have been pushed off to the side by somebody. But still, it's just the uh, high beams of the Jeep um, shining ahead of you, illuminating a cone in the darkness, the pines flashing by on either side, Uh, No real sense of distance or even time or space here because it's just all the Jeep slicing through this landscape of trees. Uh, No idea of even if you're going up or down or if you're close to the the, uh, cliffs on the south side or not. You pass a sign pretty early on that says uh, Elk Island State Park, and uh, and then it says... uh, Managed by Lakeem County. And give me, if I move the darn marker, I'm going to roll. I am going to be trying, let's see. So um, you're driving along, and Jason, you see something, someone standing on the side of the road. Shia LaBeouf. And it's just for a second. And so I'm going to roll against your identify, actually. And I got a 13. Uh, uh, yeah, you tied. That means uh, I succeed at my obscuring. Uh, and so as you're driving along, you think you see a figure on the side of the road. What do You, you pass by it so quickly, though, that uh, it, it, hard to be sure, but you could have sworn it was Carl. Oh, wow. Um, uh, uh, hitting the brakes and being like, did you guys see that? See what? Uh, I'm in the back seat. Uh, no, I, I didn't see anything. I was busy making up a song about the house. The front door connects to the great room. <laughs> great room opens to a dining room. Anyway, sorry, what did you see? Hold on. I think I saw... I know it can't be right, but I think I saw Carl, and I, like, reverse the Jeep and try and back it around to face the headlights back in the direction where I saw Carl. Yeah, you have to do, like, a four-point turn, but... But after your four-point turn, uh, yeah, there's nothing back there. If there's anybody there, they had to go into the woods on either side. I'll open the door and lean out of the Jeep and just holler out be like, Hello? It's weird out here. It is chilly, cold here at night. Uh, There's hardly any wind uh, where you are, but there's wind in the tops of the trees as the Uh, branches blow and make a susurrus of sound. That and the idling of the Jeep's engines are the only sounds out here. And it feels 
more alone than you you did most of the time when you were out here staying at the cabin, wandering around. Must have just been my imagination. Shall we continue on? You know, tree stumps, deer, they look like all kinds of weird things in the dark. Well, we're facing this direction. Should I keep going this way or should we head back up towards the cabin? Well, let's 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 continue going uh, towards the cabin, the direction we were going in the first place. Okay, and hop back in, do another four-point turnaround. The road turns to uh, gravel at uh, at this point, and you don't know um, actually, Jason. Uh, you you think that uh, the road may actually circle the entire island, but that it. Uh, it is gravel for a long way through here, but the split off to your cabin is a is a forestry road that's on up a little ways, and you get to th- almost to that when you see the auburn in the ditch on the side of the road. Oh Lord, skiing! Oh, and pull up right behind. Yeah, the top is down, uh, but but there's like uh, the two passenger side wheels are both in uh, deep in a ditch, uh, and it looks like there's even that there's there's gouges dug out of the mud and the snow that's still there uh, that the Auburn just couldn't get out of the ditch. Okay, um, at least. But there's no one in the car. So that that looks as if Skeen at least uh, was able to attempt to get the car out and uh, probably left to to go for help. And that's when, up in the direction of the hunting lodge, you hear what sounds for all the world like a gunshot. The Gothic Podcast is an actual play audio drama produced by C. Patrick Nagel, starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon Gallery Lafournaise, Jesse Baldwin, and Nathan Addison. Theme music is by Zoe Hovland, with cover artwork by Jared George Art. Season two of The Gothic Podcast uses rules from the Monster of the Week RPG by Michael Sands and the Dead of the Night RPG by Steam Power Publishing, written by Andrew Kenrick. Look us up by name on all the social medias, or email us at thegothicpodcast at gmail.com. Support for The Gothic Podcast comes from you, our listeners, so please rate, review, and share. And we have a Patreon page, too. Thanks for listening. make us look behind us. This is just a podcast. It's fictional.